Hey, welcome to the Center of the Saint. I'm Melissa Bell. And I'm Allison Kane. Who listened to Bon Quique last week? Come on, man. Oh my gosh. Well, I did. Again yeah. and again and for like the 10,000th time. I'm pretty sure I have shared her videos more than anybody else at this point. <laughs> Because, like, it's so salty. It makes me happy. I know. <laughs> I mean, can you imagine life without Bon Quique? No. I did have a life without Bon Quique, and I just thought I was alone <laughs> in this world, but no. And now I- you understand all those weird quotes I'm always throwing out. <laughs> <laughs> Other people, you know, that's an interesting thought. I use those all the time, and I bet people are like, what is she talking about? I just assume everybody knows Bon Quique. Well, now they do. Yeah. Do you guys understand Allison better now? <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh! Well, we're getting a little more serious this week. Yeah. We're gonna we're gonna be spending time over the next several weeks um, in Proverbs thirty one uh-huh. verses ten through thirty one. There's about twenty main traits that are Ooh, pointed out. That's a lot. Oh, it's kind of overwhelming, right? Yeah. Yeah, I know. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> He's always the answer. Jesus. <laughs> Team Jesus. <laughs> um, so the we're you know, some of these we're gonna kinda pair together, but today we just want to stick with um verse th- well, chapter thirty one, verse ten. She is valuable. Because I think that this is um difficult for a lot of women to grasp is our value and that the Lord adores us, like we are his princesses. And more valuable than any gold, any silver, any rubies and diamonds and gems and whatever else. Mm-hmm. We are more precious than any of that to him. And I think that a lot of times, sometimes things that we have put, situations we put ourselves into where we haven't treated ourselves as valuable, but also words from other people. Yeah. Uh, lies. And I, I think we should talk about why we think it is so much easier for us to believe the lies that other people tell us versus the truth of who God says we are. Oh, can I just be real sassy and say we probably spend more time listening to other people than we do reading God's word? Yes. Okay. Just saying. Right. Which is not good. If that's what our minds are filled up with, what the world says, what all these random, really screwed up people are saying, because we're all screwed up. Are they called randos? There you go. We're really getting, <laughs> woo, we're getting sassy in 2021. Randos. Um, yes, we got to fill up. That just goes back to why we have to keep filling our minds with God's word and truth and going back to scripture because that needs to overtake the other junk that can live in our minds and hearts. Yeah. And I think oftentimes the hard stuff comes from people that are broken, right? But people that we really um, at one point had our trust in. I think about my parents. I think about other people's parents. I think about your good friends. And unknowingly, they may have said something. Right. And you clung to that. Not acknowledging that um, the vessel that brought you that word was broken. Mm. I think this really goes back to the fact um, words can cut people. And they can cut people's value. And we focus on those words and it can slice through a truth that um, comes from the Lord in a way. We give it way more power Mm -hmm. than it actually has. 
and figuring out a way to take that power away from those words and those lies and put it back into the hands of the Lord and scripture and truth and flip that around. So, of course, you said, you know, the words can cut. And I went to Bonquiqui, I will cut you in the name of Jesus, right? That's right. But the truth is there are some people that, you know, wear the little name tag that they're Christians that have probably sliced right through us, right? Yes. With the things that they say or the gossip that they spread or the um, blocking us out, that sort of thing. And if I'm being real honest, and I usually am, <laughs> um, I'm definitely guilty of that myself. Every single one of us. You know, I mean, as a Christian, as not as strong all through all my walk, you know, no matter, I'm certainly a lot better now. So I get better yeah. at taming my tongue and treating other women. I think it's not even believing that we are as valuable as precious gems, but that other women are as valuable. You know, when someone is treating me badly or has done something wrong, I say to myself over and over again, Jesus died on the cross for them too. Jesus died on the cross for them too. <laughs> Jesus yeah. died on the, you know, until, because it's true. I am no, I have no um, different value associated with me than another woman. Um, we are all valuable and treating each other as valued is important just as much as it is recognizing our own value. So, but you always haven't been this way, right? You always haven't. You haven't always. Okay. You haven't always been this way. I mean, it was a journey that you had to go on, but the truth is you had to go on it. No one else could do it for you. I couldn't go search through the Bible and I couldn't go like filter through your stuff. You can go here. Here's my final report, Allison. Here, here's your worth. That isn't going to help. Right. Right. I wish it was that easy. I right. wish we could listen to other people's advice and like our parents or our friends or people that have gone through a trial. I wish it was as easy as that. I wish our children would listen when we say, trust me, that is not the way you want to go. <laughs> right? Just do this and life will be so much easier. But it is under that pressure. Mm-hmm. You know, I think about what well, we think we're talking about earlier, how diamonds are made. Yeah. And it's under the pressure of the the carbon is under so much extreme pressure that that's what creates a beautiful diamond. Mm, yeah. And so, you know, we look at these trials and we look at other things um, that feel like they're going to crush us, but it really starts to shape and strengthen us. And then right when we think there's just no more, that it's completely unbearable. Yeah. You emerge. You emerge. I love this one quote. Um, I'm not sure who this is from, but it says, now every time I witness a strong person, I want to know what dark did you conquer in your story? Mountains do not rise without earthquakes. And so, you know, most of the people that are walking through life that seem to be more refined, that seem to be more put together, um, they may be just further along, right? On their journey of self-awareness and... Who's to say that, you know, we can get so far and be kicked right back? (laughs) It happens. It does happen. You know, two steps forward, three steps back, blah, blah, blah. But we're still creeping forward, hopefully, is the goal. Well, I wanted to ask you, have you, can you think of a time when you did not treat yourself as valuable? Oh, gosh. 
All the time. I definitely think um, it just evolves into a different form of that, right? Um, I wasn't necessarily taught that I was valuable as a young child. And so um, I never even considered that I had any value. Mm. But I also didn't walk around thinking I didn't have value. I just didn't know that that's something I should focus on, right? Right. Um, And I accepted everything at for what it was coming at me. So I assumed if that person was treating me that way, it's because that's what I deserved. Um, So that was hard growing up. But I think, you know, I took everything that has happened in my past and applied it to who I am today for a very long time. Like, oh, well, you're just a broken mess because you came from a broken childhood because you were abandoned because so that's kind of your value. Mm -hmm. Um. Did that answer that question? Yeah. Well, it's getting there. Like a time when you treated yourself not quite as valuable as the Lord sees you, or you put yourself in a situation that, mm. you know, didn't exhibit or produce or manifest this value that you are. Like, I know, I mean, thank I grew, I did grow up differently than you. I mean, my mm-hmm. parents did teach me that I was valued and treasured. And I, and so I just wonder how, I, and I think about this a lot. Why did I put myself in situations with mm. boys or um, other people with um, employers, whatever that was, whatever that looked like, uh, where I went along with not being treated as a valuable person? Oh, you yes. know, like putting up with being spoken down to or, or whatever that was, you know, I, and I, I should have known better is what I, what I think. Like my, so I guess I want to say to you, like you grew up where someone wasn't telling you that you were right. valuable. I did uh, grow up like that, but we, I still put myself yeah. in situations where I believed lies and I did not. I guess, um, create a valuable situation for myself. Or you you allowed people to treat you less than. Exactly. And allowed people to speak to you like you were less than. Yeah. So all the time. (laughs) So where does that fit in? Because we both grew up in completely different backgrounds, right? Where I was taught, yes, you are. You weren't taught that you were. But we both put ourselves in less than positions and put up with it for a while and so I think what it goes real what it really boils down to because when it started to change for me was when my relationship with Christ Mm -hmm. started to flourish and blossom my personal relationship not just what other people had told me growing up is is that when yours started to change it wasn't like going to church and hearing a great message it was sitting with God in the ugly Right. And like hashing through it and sorting through it. And reading sure. the yeah. truth out of the Bible, right? Yes. And so that really, so so there you go. I mean, like we literally just, <laughs> I mean, that was winging it, totally winging it. But that just came to me. And so you can overcome what mm-hmm. this boils down to is how you grew up, the lies you've been told, the experiences you've had or haven't had with what? With getting into the word of God and believing the value that you have through his eyes and who you are, that you were adored and treasured. And 
I mean, not that we're perfect now. We're not, we're definitely not saying that. Yeah. And that we get it right every day. And let's just every minute. (laughs) Yeah. uh, It is minute by minute sometimes. (laughs) And let's just throw that out there before we keep going. Um, We're never going to get all these things just right. Okay. So when we're going through these virtues, this is not like to teach you about what this virtue is. So you can, so you can go check it off your list and do it right every day or not do it right and then feel guilty. That's not what this is about. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. I do think that a lot of people avoid this book because like this particular passage, because it does make them feel very guilty. Yeah. And, you know, and as, a lot of pressure as we're talking this out, I'm literally thinking like, um, I am valuable. And so this is how I'm taking this right now. Uh, guys, we didn't rehearse this. Obviously, we never do. But uh, because we don't even edit things. We just no. roll with it. And so that's why it's rolling out kind of crazy It's the Holy today. Spirit. But when you're saying um, she is valuable, my mind is saying right now, in what situations do I not feel as though I'm being treated as I am valuable? Goodbye. Right. Yeah. Because for me, it was allowing people to treat me. Like I was not valuable, which then just confirms the message that you have on the inside that you tell yourself every single day that you're not valuable. So it's like when someone else tells you like, yeah, exactly. I've been trying to tell myself that all day. I'm not valuable. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> Thank you. But I think for that, for me going through this study now, I'm super excited because it's like, oh, okay, let me hash through these people. What's making me not feel valuable? Oh, social media. Okay. Let's limit that. Absolutely. Right. It's whatever it takes in your life. And it's not just about us, but how we treat others mm-hmm. as valuable. I like there's so many layers to each of these. And I love that. So maybe this week after, you know, until next week's podcast, you take a look and you really pray over um, and talk to the Lord about where are these areas in my life where mm-hmm. I'm not feeling valued. Now, if that's in your marriage, you can't cross that off your list. Sorry. <laughs> We're not telling you that you can cross that off your list. But it could mean a more a prayer, specific prayers for your marriage. It could mean a conversation with your husband. It could mean mm-hmm. getting counseling. If it's a friendship, it could mean a conversation or a gradual pulling away from and praying that the Lord brings other godly women who build you up and edify you into your life. Um, so it just depends on what that looks like. Or it could be where you feel like you are crushing this Proverbs 31 woman thing, right? And you know your value. So who in your life needs to learn their value? Yes. Love that. Who around you? And let me tell you, they're everywhere. Yeah. And I mean, it doesn't, there are some people that a simple message, a text message will speak to them for, you know, days because they don't have feel like they have any value that's right and no one to lift them up and encourage them yeah in their life on a daily basis let's be honest being a wife and being a mother can be exhausting and very unrewarding um if some days right some days it's amazing and your kids adore you and then some days you're gonna have to crush their hearts and they're gonna say some hateful things so unless you are feeling real confident in who you are Mm. (laughs) preach yeah and maybe it's not even wife and mom. Maybe you're not even there yet. Maybe it's daughter, sister, friend. Oh, or employee. My gosh, yes. that is a. That's a big one. That's a hard place to be. A woman out in the 
field, you know? You know, that brings to a point. This I had a job early on after getting my master's degree where I was working for a woman for um, the first time. And I was so excited. Uh-huh. I was like, this is great. I'm in this new professional career and I've got this woman as a boss and it's going to be great. I'm going to learn so much from her. We're going to be like, not necessarily pals, but right. she's going to have so much wisdom, blah, blah, blah. She's been doing this for so long. And I was really excited. It was terrible. Oh. It was the worst. I will tell you, it was the worst working experience I had ever and still to this day have ever had. I have never worked with anyone else who treated me as um, terrible. Why? And with uh, just almost like a disgust or a... I don't even know. And I I was so excited because it was this other woman. And I don't know. I mean, you know, some of the other, thankfully, there were other uh, people that I can, I could kind of go to. Yeah. Right. um, At my level. And um, they were super supportive. And they basically boiled it down to that, you know, well, you're just, she always wanted kids, but she couldn't have them. You're younger, you're this, you're that. It's just, but I don't know. Like, I never really got to know her or why she treated me like she did. And I, and I really tried everything to please her. I know you would too, because that's your personality. And it, and, and she just treated me like I was worthless. Like I was almost like I was stupid. Although I was hired for this great position, I feel like I did a pretty good job. Girl, you want to roll up on her? Come on, let's go. Where's she at? But I really now, as I look back on that, I think it was more her insecurities coming out and she was able to project them on me. I was a safe target. Mm. These other two people that worked were older gentlemen, Mm -hmm. super great, but she wasn't going to take it out on them. Right. I was just a young, you know graduate I had graduated my master's degree and and she just it was a terrible experience should we go tell her about it (laughs) no oh man I'm sure that she's thought about it and maybe she maybe she has some regrets yeah I think it's just something for us to think about you know Mm -hmm. women with women and treating each other with value and putting aside when we vow when we know we're valuable no matter what we've experienced, it is so much easier to treat others with value without jealousy or without resentment or any other factors coming in and allow more grace into our relationships. That's a good point. So I, I want to say this. If you're listening to this and you're thinking, I don't have any value because X, Y, Z, because I'm not the Proverbs 31 woman, like don't read to the next um You know, don't continue to read thinking that this doesn't apply to you because you did the ultimate sin or you, you know, went down this terrible path that the Proverbs 31 woman would never go down. So therefore, you are not valuable because God values each and every one of his children the same. There's no condemnation. Right. For anyone in Christ Jesus. Yes. That's scripture, people. I'm not making that up. Right. I believe it. (laughs) It's from the Bible. Nothing can separate us from his love. Nothing. So don't continue to say. We know you're trying. Right? (laughs) I know. We've been there. I was that person. Yeah. You're trying. You may let go of him, but he never lets go of you. 
Yeah, I don't want to. I, w- I don't want you to sit there and think, well, that's nice for them, but there is no but. Mm. Mm-hmm. Word. Word. <laughs> On that note. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, I I actually have gotten a lot out of today. I really appreciate the insight, Melissa, and um, y'all. We really do come in here into the studio and just. Let the Holy Spirit, I mean, obviously we have an outline, but we just let the Holy Spirit take over and see what he has to offer. And and our prayer is that as we begin this little series of virtues that we can all um, learn to conquer, focus on, grow in, um, that that you feel the Lord kind of pulling your heart towards him and that you start to rely on his strength and his grace and mercy and courage to explore some of these things. Yeah, and let let me be clear. She has an outline. I uh, I just wing it. I even look at her and say, "Should I look at this?" And she says, "Nah, just wing it, girl." Yeah, <laughs> winging a prayer, winging a prayer. Yeah. Oh, thanks for being with us this week on yeah. the Center and the Saint, and get ready for next week. We're going to be talking about how the Proverbs thirty-one woman is trustworthy and good. Ooh. Oh, a lot of pressure there. Yeah. Stay tuned. See you next week on The Center and the Saint. <laughs>